Hey everyone, this is David Larkins, and I am coming to you with my first GM's journal for Unabashed Gaming. Today I'm going to be talking about my RuneQuest Glorantha campaign. Now, that's something that I honestly, prior to this year, even prior to a couple months ago, didn't think I would ever be saying that I was running a RuneQuest Glorantha campaign. Uh, because, as I've discussed before uh, in our episodes about um, basic role-playing and um, that general system, RuneQuest, although it was the beginning of the basic role-playing system, is a game that I just never really got into in the past. Uh, it kind of... I just missed the boat on that one. Uh, and by the time that I was getting into role-playing games, it was sort of on the wane. And then... Glorantha, which uh, is the setting that was originally sort of bundled with RuneQuest, has this reputation as being very rich and uh, well-developed to the point where it can almost be intimidating for uh, new players and GMs to get into it at this point. There's people out there who've been sort of messing about in the Gloranthan sandbox for, uh, you know, almost as long as I've been alive. So, it was a setting and a rule system that, you know, I just kind of thought, well, that's that's nice for some, but, you know, it's just probably not going to be uh, something that I'm engaging with. And, you know, periodically I would see these sort of murmurings, uh, both in terms of the rules and the setting, uh, especially when RuneQuest 6th edition came out a couple of years ago. People were really going pretty crazy over it you know a lot of people were saying it was the best version yet and you know it was a great set of rules in its own right and then uh, also when the guide to glorantha kickstarter went off i didn't back that one uh, obviously i was i wasn't even aware of it actually until after it had funded and uh and been fulfilled but you know that was another one where you just kind of heard people you know word of mouth on the internet talking about this amazing product so when I went to Gen Con this year and I attended the Future of Chaosium panel and they were talking about uh, how RuneQuest and Glorantha are going to be coming back under the umbrella of Chaosium uh, effective immediately, but you know we, we really won't be seeing any product uh, this year, but probably next year. Uh, that got me excited uh, because... I don't know, there was just something about the sort of holistic nature of RuneQuest and Glorantha coming together again because they'd sort of been separated under different licenses and different companies for many years now. And also just sort of coming back to that original uh, company. Um, I don't know, it just it just got me thinking, like maybe this was a good time to get into it. You know, like we're going to be seeing an integrated RuneQuest Glorantha product next year. And, uh, yeah, I got a little excited, and I went ahead and ordered the RuneQuest uh, core book and the Guide to Glorantha, and those came in the mail uh, back in August, and uh, right around the same time I was looking to uh, reconstitute my Wednesday night online group, which is comprised of uh, some old friends. Uh, we're now scattered to the winds, so we can meet online to game. And... Yeah, I just I just kind of started thinking like, hey, maybe I'll just jump right in uh, with RuneQuest and Glorantha. So that's where that's at, and we are well two sessions in. The first session was character creation primarily, and then the second session was sort of a tutorial session where I just 
ran, you know, some kind of light scenarios. Um, but so far, I'm really enjoying the RuneQuest system. All the all the hype that I read on online definitely uh, has borne out in my experience. Um, if you are familiar with basic role-playing and some of its other forms, like Call of Cthulhu, uh, RuneQuest 6th Edition is different enough to provide a, a sort of a fresh experience, but it's also very much still, you know, your kind of old-school BRP uh, mechanics. Uh, but it's much more tactical uh, than, say, Call of Cthulhu, obviously, you know. Uh, but the combat system is a lot of fun. It um, gives you all these tactical choices, so it's not just hack and slash, you know. Um, the uh, the characters in the last session fought a saber-toothed tiger, and there was one point where the, you know, uh, two of the characters were kind of keeping the tiger distracted and sort of on its back foot, uh, while the uh, third character was moving in with his spear, jabbing at the tiger, and the tiger was able to bite the head off the, the um, third character's spear, which I thought was just a hilarious little detail. Uh, but then they were able to sort of goose it and scare it and make it run away and then pelt it with arrows as it uh, tried to escape and bring it down that way. So it wasn't just, you know, okay, everyone just line up and start rolling and let's see whose hit points drop first. And it was very tense. Uh, the, there was a fourth character who, who got ambushed by the saber tooth and got knocked knocked down and knocked out, um, and uh, very nearly died. So, you know, it, it, it has a nice balance between um, you know opportunities for heroism, opportunities for tactical brilliance, and also opportunities to die a horrible, nasty death. But it's not like a killer system. I I don't think there's there's um, elements that have been put in place to ensure that, you know, you're not just gonna uh, get hit once and, and go down unless it's, you know, kind of an exceptional situation. So the rule set uh, has been great, but I have definitely struggled with the fact that there's no, as of this time, official integration between RuneQuest 6 and Glorantha and, you know, the older materials like from request second and third edition are for obviously older editions that bear you know some level of similarity to request six but it's different enough that they're not totally usable and then there was a mongoose edition of request from about 10 years ago which is great because that's very similar to request six but unfortunately all the glorantha material was set during a completely different period of time in the timeline of the setting. So um, I've been heavily leaning on the amazing fan community that exists around Glorantha, and there are a lot of fan-created conversions for um, RuneQuest 6 in Glorantha, uh, including some pretty nifty uh, online um, stat block generators like you can just kind of pull up like for instance the saber tooth cat you know i was able to generate a stat block for that on the fly uh, npcs you know it's it's only as good as you know the uh, information that was that's been plugged into the the database of course but so far i haven't really hit any snags in terms of not having what i need um, what i'm using is this uh, classic sandbox setting called griffin mountain 
that was updated in the early 2000s by Moon Design, who are or who were the Glorantham people, and they are now the uh, basically Chaosium. You know, Moon Design essentially became Chaosium. Um, but at any rate, yeah, Griffin Mountain ha- is kind of um, you know well known uh, as being this classic fantasy sandbox setting anyway um and so and then plus it has a great framework in terms of new players and new gms to the setting where you essentially play these uh, neolithic uh tech level um hunter gatherers in this sort of backwater area uh called balazar uh, but there's some fun sort of sword and sorcery twists too like these ancient citadels that were built by giants that are now inhabited by certain factions and then there's the lunar empire which is invading and kind of making headway into the area so there's a lot of different factional stuff and uh you know some great like well you know as as you may have uh, been able to tell from my reference to a saber-toothed tiger some great you know sort of prehistoric fantasy sort of opportunities you know like fighting dinosaurs and, and uh big cats and that kind of thing but then also lots of you know cool fantasy twists so it's it's a great little setting and then you know since you have these player characters who are essentially you know tribal rubes who pretty much are just concerned with their own world um you know the player characters don't the players don't have to have a lot of in-universe knowledge because you know their characters are going to be finding that out as they venture out into the wider world so that allows me as a novice Glorantha and GM to also kind of just stay one step ahead of the players in terms of what they're finding out um, and then just kind of feed that to them, you know, just little, little bits and pieces. Uh, so that's been great, you know, because if I had just kind of done your classic fantasy ragtag band of adventurers approach and just been like, all right, anyone who wants to make any kind of character go nuts. Um, it would have been kind of disastrous because I would have been barraged with four different people all with four different ideas of what they wanted to do and then, you know, also the players would have been like uh, a little bit at sea in terms of not exactly knowing what their options were either. So this way I can introduce setting elements a little bit at a time and I think by the end of the campaign... Uh, will all be pretty well on board with Glorantha. And what I'm kind of hoping is that the campaign's actually going to take us through into, you know, next year. Um, and, like, you know, maybe we'll do 20 or some odd sessions, you know, about six months worth of, of gaming in this uh, sandbox. And then by that point, we'll be looking at a release date, hopefully for the... Uh, at least the Adventures in Glorantha, which is sort of the conversion document. Although I think what they're probably going to be doing at Chaosium is just folding that planned document into a new edition of RuneQuest, which would be awesome, because I don't think that's going to delay them too much. And then so hopefully we'll see uh, some announcements in that regard coming up next year, and then by the time we're sort of wrapping up the Griffin Mountain thing, We'll be looking at, you know, a firm release date or some availability, perhaps, um, in terms of PDFs or downloads or whatever, uh, that when I run a second Glorantham campaign, um, it can be much more wide open, you know, 
we can have people, you know, I could do a, use the Monster Island setting that was, uh, been, that was put out for RuneQuest, or I could do a, a sort of classic uh, Pavis Dragon Pass area campaign, you know, and just have it be a little more wide open. Uh, because that's my main takeaway from all this is, you know, I'm really enjoying the RuneQuest rules and they're a great iteration of BRP for fantasy gaming. But what I'm particularly loving is Glorantha. And I'm a little sad and sorry that it took me, you know, 25 years to um, come around to, uh, to gaming in this setting because it's really just hitting all my buttons I love the the sort of mixture of traditional and non-traditional fantasy tropes, the sort of Bronze Age sword and sorcery vibe that it's got. The you know it's it's got these elements of '70s Gonzo fantasy, but they're uh, nicely integrated with the setting, so they don't really stick out like sore thumbs, like you know a lot of times that happens in a, in a Gonzo kind of you know off the wall fantasy setting. So. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really enjoying Glorantha, and I'm seeing it as being my go-to fantasy setting for, you know, the indefinite future. So, as things go along, I will update with further journals, uh, just to let you all know how well uh, my struggles are going with my sort of on-the-fly adaptation of the RuneQuest rules, and my on-the-fly learning about the Glorantha setting. Uh, but for now, we're off to a really good start. And so talk to you later. And thanks for listening.